What is up, you guys? I'm Tay, and this is Random. Hope you guys are having a good week, and you've been enjoying the last uh, few episodes of this season. Uh, it was a bit awkward doing the solo, but I think I'm starting to get used to it, which uh, happens to actually be a little hint for this week's episode. We are going to kind of be going over finding peace in solitude and learning to love being alone. Uh, But before we get into that, I just want to remind you guys that you can catch all of our past episodes as well as keep up with future episodes um, on Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, Good Pods, wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, feel free to follow us on our social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram. Our handles for both are at thisisrandom underscore TA. Let's get into it. So I kind of want to start off this episode with a quote that I found. Um, It's by poet Mary Sarton. Loneliness is the poverty of self. Solitude is the richness of self. And I saw this quote and I really resonated deeply with it, um, especially because I have found within recent years that I very much enjoy my solitude and just being with myself. And I kind of wanted to talk about that and with that kind of release the stigma of being alone. And this isn't really talking about more so alone within a relationship. I feel like with that, there's a whole different aspect of solitude and a romantic aspect of it that I am not really talking about here, but I always can uh, within another episode. I feel like I can do a whole episode on that aspect of being alone. If you guys want, you know, feel free to let me know. But this is more so just enjoying your own company and being out in the world by yourself. So with me personally, I guess I would categorize myself as a loner. I would I would definitely do that. I've always kind of been the type of person who has been comfortable in their own company. I've always been surrounded by family, essentially. Of You know, I have my immediate family, my parents and my sister, but I've also always had extended family. I've had cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents always there. So I've always had that aspect of company with me. Um, I've had neighborhood friends that I would go to, but even with that, I still found myself in moments where I was alone. So back in our old family house, um, my family kind of lived in the basement of the house and My sister would go up to the main floors and like play with my cousins or whatever. And then I would more so just be back in my room in the basement. I would stay there the entire day watching movies, watching TV shows, playing with my PlayStation and just be alone. Or I would be up in my um, my great grandfather's room and watch TV there is that I've always just found moments where. I didn't mind being alone. I, th- I think it would concern my family a bit growing up that I would do that. Uh, but I didn't mind it. It was comfortable. It was it was peaceful. It was 
very, uh, it was a norm for me in, within my head. Um, and then with school, school was kind of a different scenario. Growing up in school, I kind of felt like I always had to have company with me. I kind of felt like I always had to have friends. And, you know, that makes sense because within school, there's that norm of you have to have friends. If you don't, you are kind of like an outcast and you're weird and something's wrong with you. And I never wanted to feel like that. So I've always had a core group of friends that were with me. You know, in in middle school, I had a very specific set of people who I talked to and I socialized with. And, you know, it's it's middle school. Middle school sucks. I I will literally fight anybody on this. I feel like middle school are, is literally the worst time of your life. Unless you have unless you're having some very uncommon experience within your life that might, you know, would obviously be considered the worst moment of your life. Middle school is horrible. And I've had moments where I would have like petty middle school fights with my friends and I would always be isolated and it sucked because I limited myself to those specific people and whenever we would have our disagreements or whatever I was always by myself. I ended up sitting alone or they would go away and I hated it. It just, I could not do that. And even in high school, uh, I found a core group of friends. However, I told myself I was not going to necessarily limit and um, bound myself to these group of people. So I kind of expanded my friendships and my social my social skills to other people within the school or other programs and stuff like that. But I still had my very um, specific and core group of friends who a lot of them I actually am still friends with to this very day. And, you know, it wasn't until I think college that I really started to think about and contemplate my being alone and what it does for me. So as I said, I had a relatively large or um, distinct group of friends within high school. But then when it came to college, we all drifted, not more so our friendship, but we just all went to different schools. And because of that, I kind of found that to be very difficult on my social skills. I've always felt like it's so much easier Obviously, it's so much easier to make friends when, you, when you're when you a kid. You just go up to them and it's like, hi, do you want to play? Sure, okay. It's not like that as an adult, obviously. And with school, as you get older, like say high school or even college, um, well, not even just college, but like just say high school because you're forced into that institution every single day with the same group of people, it's almost very similar to making friends as a child. College is a lot different. You don't see the same people every single day. And I have found for me, I can like only make friends if I'm forced to see this person every single day. And it's like, I might as well be your friend. Um, Eventually it's not, it doesn't, I don't feel like that. Like, you know, I'm your friend because I like you, but it's, that's how it is for me. And I know that's like that for a lot of people. They just don't want to admit it, but it is. And then with college, it's not really like that. Again, you don't see the same people necessarily every day. Your schedules are so different. 
that it's it's a lot harder to make friends in college uh i know like movies and media make it seem like it's the easiest thing to do it's really not unless you either have unless you're going to school with people you already know or you're just this extreme social butterfly or you force yourself into a club which i i didn't do because i was already just an anti-social person and awkward as is but when I was in college, um, being alone, it became kind of like a norm for me. So I would eat alone. I would go to the library and just sit there during my free time. Or I would go, we had like these balconies or these like um, terraces at the top of the build, one of the buildings. Um, and they had like chairs and tables. You could just kind of hang out there, taking the views. And I would just sit up there in my free time or we had these like skyway bridges. I would just sit out there. I just spent a lot of time by myself. And that's not to say that, you know, I didn't make really any friends in school. I did occasionally, but those were more so like, I'm friends with these people because we share this class together. And because it's college, you're not gonna have that class every single day. So it was very situational, those friendships, because we would be friends in class, Maybe occasionally we'll be like right after class. Hey, let's go get some food real quick. And then that's it. But it wasn't more so like long standing. Uh, after we graduate college, we're still going to be super cool. Let's go hang out on our weekends kind of friends. It wasn't really like that. I am I was more like that with my high school friends, which again, I'm still like that to this day. But, you know, when I was in college, being being alone, being not having my friends as that safety net for me it opened it opened my eyes pretty much to solitude within a different way that I would have saw it as a child you start to kind of embrace it and make peace with it you start to not mind it as much as what it felt like years ago you know it's I'm really bad at explaining things but you gotta like stay with me here Um, And actually was in college that I discovered my favorite pastime ever, which is solo dates. Uh, Solo dates, when I started, it was a bit awkward. And for those of you that don't know, um, solo dates are essentially where you go and you take yourself out. You splurge on yourself. You're essentially on a date with yourself. It's it's very self-explanatory. So I kind of started that when I was in college and it was, it was awkward. It was, I kind of started it more as like a little bit of a necessity of when I, cause I would need to get things done and I just couldn't wait for people or, you know, whatever. It's just like, I'm already alone. Let me just go do it. It was also awkward because I I didn't necessarily know what activities I could even do alone in the first place. You go online or you look at like commercials and everything that there is to do is marketed as some sort of group or couple activity. There's rarely ever anything that is marketed as something you can just do by yourself. And because of that, the idea of doing those things just seemed bizarre in my eyes. And I started to do just basic things like shopping or I would like grab a quick something to eat, 
just essentially errands and focused on doing that by myself. And, you know, I found that I loved it. I didn't mind it at all. I think my my biggest love of it was I didn't feel rushed. So that's one of my biggest pet peeves is feeling like I'm being rushed and my time is not being respected as well. Being able to run errands or just handle basic things and I can go shopping and I can look at things or I can try on things or I can go to this store or I can do that and I'm going based off my own time was so like pleasurable. It was it was nice and I enjoyed it and I loved it. And then, you know, I guess as time went by, I just didn't want to have to limit myself to just doing errands by myself because eventually that gets tiring. Eventually, you know, at first it seems like, oh, I'm just it's just like something for me to do. But then, you know, you start to see it as a chore, which it technically is. And eventually I started to do more activities, actual activities alone. So, you know, my friends and I at this point, we're adults and we work. Some of us were still in school and our time isn't as expendable as compared to before when we're in high school and we could just, you know, go to class, hang out, go to lunch, hang out, finish school, let's hang out after school. It wasn't like that anymore. We actually had to make plans to socialize with each other. And I didn't want to feel like I had to wait or stop myself from doing things that I wanted to do just because I had no one to do it with me. You know, I never want to feel like I have to limit myself, my growth and my happiness for someone else because I think that's not fair. I'm very, I've said this before, kind of like in a previous episode, but I'm just a huge advocate of putting yourself first and treating yourself because once again, no one is going to be there for you or love you as much as you will for you. So I didn't, again, I didn't want to have to feel like I can't enjoy the things I want to do just because I'm alone. That doesn't make sense, really. You know, if something's available to you, why should you stop yourself just because one one additional person who isn't really doing much for you for the activity other than just giving you company isn't there? Realistically, you know, that does that just doesn't make sense. With that, I just kind of I found things that I like to do um, and you know, I just started doing it on my own. I would go to museums. I've gone to a lot of museums. Um, My favorite is MoMA and uh, The Met. Um, I've gone to museums alone. I've gone hikes. So not really hiking, but sort of hiking, just like walking along the park. I've gone to the High Line. I've gone to the zoo, uh, concerts. I, I go to concerts by myself all the time. And It's so funny because I tell people that and then they're just kind of like, you go to concerts by yourself. And I'm like, yes, it's so fun. It's so fun because you 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 meet so many new people. And that's the thing, though, because I meet so many new people. I'm never necessarily alone, you know, and I mean, my music taste also just isn't really what a lot of my friends or anyone else I really know is into. So that's why I don't mind going alone. It's no big deal to me. 
but I've done that. And it's also just like finding these hidden spots within the city. New York has so many hidden secretive spots that nobody talks about or knows about. And sometimes I like to just like scroll through my Instagram and then I find it and I'm like, you know, I would like to go here, check it out. And just walk along the city. Again, I I said this in a previous episode, but it's like, I love walking and just taking things in. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people in my life aren't really like that. They're kind of more of like, let's go. And I'm like that too, to an extent. But I don't mind taking things slow and going at my own pace when I'm by myself. Anyway, a few weeks ago, it was actually my birthday. Um, My birthday is January 22nd for all my Aquarius is out there. And because my birthday is in the dead of winter, it's always either snowing or it's just freezing cold out and nobody wants to like leave their house, which honestly, I just don't blame them. So I rarely, if ever, get to celebrate my actual birthday. And it's always either before or after if I decide to celebrate at all that year. And this year, I decided that I just didn't care what the weather was going to be like. I was going to do something for myself anyway. Um, My birthday already kind of started off a little bad this year. Uh, I had a trip planned out and that was just a whole shit show in itself. And my friends felt bad about it. So a lot of them offered to still do something for my birthday. And my birthday fell on a Saturday this year. So I know a couple of them were free. And they had asked, you know, do I want to do anything? Do I want to hang out? Whatever. But I just kind of told them no, or I didn't know yet. Because I kind of just wanted that day to be for me. I didn't want the possibility, not of anyone ruining ruining it, because no, they're my friends. I don't think they can necessarily ruin my birthday. But, you know, things change when you involve other people. You're adding another outside source. So, of course, that's going to change the trajectory of things. And I didn't want to necessarily have anything risky happening that I felt was going to affect my my day, essentially my birthday. I, if anything was going to happen, it was going to be to me because of me. I didn't want another outside person or source to really affect that. So I decided I was going to do something for me for my day. And even before the trip was a bust, I'd already decided on my actual birthday, I'm going to do something for me. I always tend to do that every year anyway. I always end up like buying myself something or doing myself, doing something for myself But, you know, so this year I actually planned out a whole solo date. I told myself I did not want to be home at all that day. I did not want to be home. I wanted to be out enjoying myself for my birthday. So um, that morning I got up relatively early and I left. And first thing I did was I went to Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts, and I actually got my favorite drink, which is a iced caramel latte, and I got it for free. Um, So I got myself a free latte for my birthday. And then I went to brunch, because I really wanted breakfast food. I had gotten that like last year from a diner, and it was like really good. So I was like, you know what, I want breakfast food this year. 
Um, so I did that. And it was interesting because I've mentioned before when I was in college, one of the things I would do is just like, you know, go out and, you know, eat alone or whatever. But it was one of those situations where it was more so I'm going to go pick something, go pay for it, go sit down real quick, eat and then leave or, you know, just pay for it and just leave and find somewhere else to eat. I never or I rarely, if ever, have sat down at a restaurant for an extended period of time and waited to be served, you know, by myself. And I know a lot of people don't do that or are scared to do that. I get it. It's so awkward when you really think about it. You're just sitting there because, you know, within the waiting for your food and everything, you have another person to talk to, obviously, if someone's there, but you don't have that when you're alone. So I get it. But I think what changed it was about a year or two ago, I went out with my friend. Uh, We went to a restaurant that a couple of our other friends work at. And we were sitting and we were eating for lunch. And I looked over and there was this girl like two tables over. And she was really pretty. She had this like really pretty sundress. She had like flowers with her and everything. And she sat and she enjoyed her lunch. and She ate by herself. And I looked at her and I was like, I want that for me. She looks so content and she just looks so at peace with herself in this moment. And I saw that and I was like, I want that for myself. And so, again, this was about a year or two ago. And I saw that I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. Because at that point, I've never tried that, like really sat there and got served and waited for food by myself. So since that moment of seeing that girl, you know, I've done it maybe between then and my actual birthday when I did, I think I've done it maybe like once or twice. And it's not as bad as people make it out to be or as scary as people make it out to be. It's I think, you know what I think it is? People are scared that other people within that restaurant is looking at them and it looks as if they got like stood up or the waiters are giving them sympathy looks between serving them their meals no one gives a shit really (laughs) no one no one's watching you I promise um no one cares if anything I feel like you look more like a badass if you I know it's weird but you look more like a badass sitting there by yourself and getting served and paying for your meal and you know, pretty much treating yourself. I feel like you look more like a badass because you don't give a shit of societal norms that someone has to be with you in order to sit there and enjoy a meal. Is that just is that just me? Am I the only one that feels like that? If I am, that's sad. I feel like more people should feel like that. But anyway, back to my birthday. So I went, I got me some brunch and I got like a, gla- a complimentary glass of wine. It was so nice. And then I went to, again, one of my favorite museums. I went to the Met and I specifically went to go see the Greek and Roman history exhibits. Um, They have a lot of statues, busts, and, you know, paintings, not only just the history, but just also mythology, which I'm very much into. I went there. I pretty much hung out that entire section, got a lot of great photos. It was so nice. And then once I finished, I went, I took a bus um, to Rockefeller Center and I went to watch some of the ice skating I haven't seen it this year but I went to go watch some of that and then I went to Ben and Jerry's got my favorite ice cream 
And then I walked over to Broadway and I went to go see a, a Broadway show of Hades Town. It's, um, you know, a mo- pretty much like a modern telling of the Greek tragedy of Orpheus and Eurydice is really good. So, and then after that, I just went to go get like some pizza <laughs> before I went home. But then I can't get home. But anyway, so that's pretty much how I spent my birthday was I planned out this whole entire excursion of treating myself to some of my favorite things and just enjoying my own company, walking at my own pace, planning out my own time. It was so nice and it's just so freeing. I I absolutely love it. And I think one of the things I love the most about solo dates and just loving my own solitary um, is I've I've learned a lot about myself throughout the years from doing this. I like to believe I'm very in tune with myself. I'm very in tune with my emotions, my thought processes. I know my patterns, my habits, my mannerisms. Um, I'm very aware of myself. And I've learned that with being alone you have a lot of time to think and you have a lot of time to think about you which I feel like a lot of people don't do enough of especially if you're surrounded by other people so when with me I'm the type of person where if I plan something or I go out with other people I'm so concerned about are they having a good time are they enjoying themselves are am I walking too fast for them? Are they tired? Did they even want to do this in the first place? I'm I'm just so concerned with other people's emotions and their enjoyment that it kind of just it slowly starts to suck the fun out of it for me. And then I don't realize it till it's too late where I'm just like it wasn't as fun as what I thought it would be. And then also, I feel like it's also just good because I'll do something alone and I'm just like, you know, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad experience doing it alone, but you know, it probably would have been more fun with a friend. And then I'm just like, you know, Hey, I can invite a friend with me next time. I don't mind doing things more than once. Like, you know, it's chill for me. So there's that aspect of it. But essentially I think when it comes to being alone, I just wish there wasn't a stigma to it. I wish people weren't so afraid to be alone. And again, this isn't really more so within the romantic sense. That's a whole nother aspect in my belief of being alone. This is just more so just being within your own company and the physical aspect of being solitary. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, I don't know. I just, I I just really vibe with it. I've really, I really embraced my being alone and I'm just so comfortable with it and I think I think I've, I think I've concerned people with how comfortable I am with being alone sometimes like I've 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 mentioned it to people where I'm just like oh I'm going alone. like I like before when I first started doing things alone um my friends or my fa- more, more so my family would ask oh where are you going oh I'm just going to the museum or I'm just going to the city for something and they'll be like, okay, who are you going with? No one. You're not going it with anyone? No. I'm, I'm just going to go alone. You didn't ask your friends? Nope. You know, I don't mind it. I don't mind doing things 
by myself. Especially, it's it's funny, cause especially because I talk to myself a lot anyway in my head. So me being alone doesn't sometimes even feel like I'm alone. Sometimes I view myself, I don't, is it, am I crazy? I don't think I'm crazy. I think a lot of people do this, but just don't want to admit it out of fear of sounding crazy. But I think it's normal. I think it's okay. Like I sometimes tend to view myself as another person where I, I don't like talk to myself in the physical sense where I'm just like mumbling to myself. Like, you know, um, it's more so I feel like I can address my problems to myself and then my other self can fix that problems, which helps me, I believe, become a lot more self-aware of my issues and my mannerisms. So there's a lot of benefits to solitary, but that was that was this episode. I, I really wanted to talk about it, um, especially since I feel like this is something, again, a lot of people are scared to do and scared to acknowledge and admit and I just kind of wanted to say it's okay it's okay it's okay if you like being by yourself it doesn't necessarily mean you don't like company or you just you're a hermit like for me I don't I have friends I I hang out with my friends I go out I'm a I can be a social person it's fine it's just I've also found that I really love being by myself and doing things by myself and it's okay it's it's fine it's normal and I feel like a lot of more people should do it because you you really end up learning you end up learning a lot about yourself and your needs and your wants and really just what you're into when you have no one else around to kind of steer that thought process away. So I want to end it on another quote that I found that I felt really, really can summarize this episode and also just my, my love and, you know, interest in solitary and being solitary. And that is by Thomas Jefferson. One travels more usefully when they travel alone because they reflect more. Again, you guys can catch all of our previous episodes as well as future episodes on Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you want to listen to your podcasts. Also, check out our social medias, Twitter and Instagram. Our handles are at thisisrandom underscore TA, and I will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.